Wolfpack Marketing is proudly brought to you by The Internship, awakening the marketing channel you never knew you had. All right, welcome everyone. Welcome back to the next episode of our Wolfpack Marketing Podcast, all about employee advocacy, uh, business to business influences and, and basically giving a voice to your people. Um, it's myself, Nicholas Krull here today without my normal co-host, Kevin Kirby. He had some things to take care of and we are still at home. Um, it's uh, day 62 of South Africa's lockdown. So if you're listening sometime in the future, this gives you a good idea of where we are. Today, I'll be chatting to Ngoni. He's from a company called Solar Africa, one of our clients on one of our structured employee advocacy programs. And we'll just be having a conversation today around his experience and specifically using LinkedIn before and during our employee advocacy program. Welcome, Ngoni. Thank you so much, Nick. Uh, thanks for the invite. No, it's, it's a pleasure. Thanks for taking some time out of your busy schedule. Um, it's, it's crazy these days. I think everyone's getting a little bit of online meeting fatigue. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, man. <laughs> so thanks for... It's thanks new for, normal. Yes, it, it is, isn't it? The new normal. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think it's... Uh, we're still getting used to that no, new normal. I don't think it's normal yet. But again, thanks for joining me. Thanks for taking the time to have a quick chat. And, um, yes. you know, you guys are running one of our employee advocacy programs now at Solar Africa. Uh, I think a program is actually coming to an end pretty soon right now. And for all intents and purposes, you guys have been absolutely rocking it within terms of participation, um, all the results that your marketing people have told us that you're seeing. Uh, but I just wanted to get a bit more of a, of a sense of what it's like as a non-marketer participating in a program like this. So if you don't mind, just just introduce yourself, what you do at Solar Africa, maybe how long you've been there, what does your normal day-to-day -day look like, and then we'll jump more into the uh, into the social media and the LinkedIn side of things. Yeah, cool. Um, okay, so as you've already said, my name is Ngoni. I'm a project manager with, with Solar Africa. Um, so essentially, my day-to-day runnings are basically to manage um, our contractors we, we have several contractors that actually do solar installations commercial and industrial solar installations um, across africa um, so my job basically is just to ma make sure that um, budgets timelines and the quality of, of work that is, is delivered to our clients is is world-class um, so yeah, I spend a lot of time on, on the phone, spend a lot of time doing a lot of admin, but I also do a lot of traveling, going to, to the various sites, um, mostly around, uh, in South Africa. Um, in a nutshell, that's, that's about my day without boring you. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. I mean, from a marketer's perspective, you know, I'm, I'm 99% of the time stuck behind the laptop. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's probably n nice to be out and about a, a lot more of the time. 
so that's it cool. is, it is. And um, you know, just just for the interest of people watching and listening to this, you know, what's the what's the state of the solar industry in South Africa at the moment, all things considered, and and where do you guys actually fit into that whole mix? So it's it's I want to call it a, a booming industry, actually. Uh, obviously, with uh, the state of uh, power supply in the country, uh, in Africa, and with the world in general moving towards cleaner energy, um, I think it's it's space that uh, is really taking off, and businesses in South Africa are, are really embracing the idea of cleaner energy. Uh, and in, in terms of solar Africa, so we we finance uh, solar uh, projects or we finance solar systems. So we, we give businesses the opportunity to to go with cleaner energy at uh, zero capital expenditure. So we, we we come in and we we invest in in a in a cleaner energy or solar energy system. And the businesses can can enjoy uh, reduced energy costs with without having to put money upfront and without having to worry about things like maintenance for for the duration of um, the solar contract, so to say. So we have what we call power purchase agreements, where we we come in and we. We have an agreement to say, okay, for the next 10 to 15 years or 20 years, whatever the period may be, we are going to give you cheaper energy uh, and you don't have to put in anything. Um, we'll maintain it and make sure it's always up and running and we save businesses money. Wow. So in essence, we, we are a financing business, so put it. But that sounds like a no-brainer. No investment for cash. And uh, and cheaper power. Yeah, definitely. It's it's far as a business owner, that that's an opportunity I would, I would jump <laughs> onto without a doubt. Yeah, hundred percent. No, that sounds fantastic. No, well, I mean, it sounds like uh, you know, like I said, no no brainer. So um, not surprising that you guys yeah. uh, should be very very busy uh, getting all that stuff done. So no, it sounds fantastic. <clears throat> cool. Um, just for the benefit of our listeners and our viewers out there, so um, I've, I've quickly mentioned it before, but your company, a team of people in your company are now on a structured employee advocacy program, uh, which Correct. is based on using the LinkedIn platform, right? So uh, give me a sense just from your personal perspective, um, what, uh, or maybe, have you been using LinkedIn for a long time before you guys started the program with us? Yeah, so I've... I've uh... I opened my LinkedIn account, I think, in 2010 or 2011. I, I can't quite remember uh, the exact year, but that was back when I was in, in varsity. Okay. Um, I, of course, I never really used it to, to its potential, you know. Um, for the longest time, it was, you know, just another platform. Um, a few years ago, I, I really started sort of cleaning up my profile. Um, as you know, as you get out of college, get into the, the job industry or into the job market, you, you want to present yourself as a professional person, 
you know, and, and uh, present yourself to opportunities out there. So, uh, yeah, I, I was mainly using LinkedIn as sort of like my resume, uh, yeah, for, for quite some time until the, the employee advocacy program came on. Then things sort of like took a turn. I, I <laughs> up, uh, another perspective to me of, of what LinkedIn can actually be. Okay, great. I, I've come across that quite a lot, that people think it's a, um, like you said, you know, it's a, it's a place to store your CV or your resume. Uh, it's a place to look for jobs and that type of thing. But of course, the platform is so much more than that. And, um, and so um, from, from your experience, uh, when you, what, is the, what are the first couple of things that really changed your mindset around using LinkedIn professionally uh, when we embarked on this on this program with you guys, so the first thing was was uh, contributing, you know, to to the platform. Um, so my perspective before the the program was I was a consumer. I was I was always on LinkedIn, but there was no evidence of me being on LinkedIn. <laughs> I, was, I was always just consuming other people's content, you know, just browsing through. Um, the timeline and never really contributing anything right um but i think with the program now it's it's i've realized how easy it is to to actually make a post to actually you know add, add value to to the platform and um yeah it's 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 really been awesome just just knowing that it doesn't really take much to to actually contribute to to the platform, and there was always that fear inside of me to say, um, "What if no one really hears? What no one really wants to hear what I have to share?" You know. But now um, I think I'm more confident in in that. When you get a response, when you when you post, when you connect with the right people, and you start interacting you you really you know begin to to get into it and uh interact with with other people in the industry which which is really awesome it, i believe it it even opens up opportunities it opens up your eyes to you know knowledge and basically you, you begin to share and yeah it becomes a very beautiful mutual uh relationship online professional relationship so call it you put that so so eloquently. I love that. <laughs> I'm going to take that whole thing and just put it in podcast and put it everywhere if you don't mind. <laughs> That'll be 20 bucks. <laughs> 100% sure. I'll give you 50. <laughs> for, for the benefit of you know, people that are thinking about using LinkedIn and, and to your point to what you said, you know, people are often scared of saying the wrong thing or they scared that no one's going to listen or that nobody wants to hear what they're saying. Um, and you've also spoken about how easy it is actually to publish something. Um, talk me through your process. If, if, uh, because we have a coach that works with your team. And when our coach says to you guys, um, do a post like this and this or talk about a certain topic, what is your little process internally between hearing that, uh, if I can call it a prompt, or an instruction or, a, or an encouragement to yeah. when you actually can press the post button. 
What, what is your little process in your mind and, and actually on the platform? Okay, so I think the first thing I always think about is um, if I was on the other side, right? What would I want to hear from someone in my position? I always try to, to think of um, that person that I'm a technical person. I mean, I'm an engineer. So obviously there's that inclination to, to talk about technical things. But sure. I always try and, and think about the other person on the other side, the person reading this. Where am I writing this for? Right? It, it might be a very short little post, two, three lines, whatever. But because I'm sharing value, um, if the message is does not drive home or is not received by the intended audience, then that two or three lines becomes pretty much useless, you know, and I think three or four posts down the line, people might just say, ah, it's, it's that guy again, it's, <laughs> it's that again, you know. So yeah, I'll just try to think about what value would this actually have to whoever is reading this? Who is, yeah. who is actually reading it? Who am I, who am I writing for, you know? Am I writing for our customers as a business? Am I writing to other uh, peers, other project managers in the industry? Am I writing to other engineers? You know, so I always try and, and sort of like make that space to say, these are the people I'm talking to. And that sort of like defines my, my tone, that defines how I put across the message um, of whatever I'll be talking about. Okay, that, um, makes, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah and, yeah. and so when you're writing those three, four lines, I mean, is it, is it, do you sit and, and, you know, does it take you a long time to conceptualize your message or is it something which comes quite quickly and naturally to you? So in the beginning, it, it took me some time. I always sort of like drafted a little post, deleted it, drafted, <laughs> deleted, because, you know, um, you're not sure how people are going to receive this, you know. Uh, is there going to be backlash? What's what's going to happen? Am I, am I saying the right things? Am I, you know, you just have these a whole lot of questions in your head, which you obviously can't answer, right? Sure. But as we, as the program went on, I actually realized sometimes it, it literally takes you like two minutes, you know, with some topics. Sometimes it's just, sharing someone else post and just putting your perspective or just sharing a page, um, a, a web page from the company website and just, you know, adding your own flavor or your, your own wording to it just to make it, um, you know, more relatable to, to, to your audience. So now it, it really doesn't take me time. Um, at least 95% of the times it's really off the top of the head because you sort of like now engage, a bit engaged with, with, uh, with your connections and, you know, it, it, it really doesn't take much, but yeah, I'll, I'll say it, in the beginning, it, it was quite challenging. <laughs> you, you try to preempt or you try to to forecast what people are going to think when they see your post 
which which is not always possible. Not really right? realistic. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good. I'm, I'm, gl- I'm glad to hear that your that your level of comfort has has come to a level where you can just do it. You know, and and from what I'm hearing, you know, so kind of second nature. I mean, I, I can speak from personal experience. You know, the more you do something, the easier it becomes, right? So. Um, true, true. from what I hear you saying, it's like, you know, you get over that little hurdle, that first little trepidation and then it's yeah. fairly easy. And, uh, and did, did our coach help you, help you a lot in that beginning stage? Did she, or how, how did she, how did you find her helping you get those posts done in the beginning? So I think one of the most difficult things is actually to think about what to post about, you know, that's, that's, once you have a topic, it's it's almost like that's why I think mostly throughout the problem, it's it's become easier and easier to to write something because there's someone else prompting you on the topics. Okay. You just have to think about the, the content. You know, sure. it's 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 almost like someone has prepared a recipe for you, and then they've bought the ingredients for you, and they're like. Okay, there you go. Make something. You know, <laughs> I like that. Very, <laughs> very much easier, right? Yeah, right. So, yeah, it's it's it, that was very helpful. Even now, with uh, my own posts that are outside of uh, what the coach has has suggested, it it just helps because you you sort of like get the the gist of how to come up with what to post about okay right oh very so good. yeah it's it's it that was very helpful to to actually have someone else thinking about a topic a, in general a broad topic and then you can sort of like just nitpick what you want to to talk about uh under that umbrella topic yeah sure so, uh, <clears throat> and you've got such a lovely way with words i love that analogy like someone's bought the ingredients for you and provide you the recipe. All you have to do is whip it together. <laughs> exactly. You just put it together, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's wonderful. And, and from all the content that you posted, I mean, you guys have been on this program now for touching four months. So um, I know that we encourage you guys to post at least once every week, just so that you remain regular and consistent. And what have you seen from your audience? Um, you know, what has the engagement been like or, or, or what are people saying it, maybe you meet out on site. Are they seeing your activity on LinkedIn and, and how are they responding? I can tell you, um, for starters, uh, I have a lot more people coming to my inbox, right? Find there is engagement with, uh, with, with my posts on, on the timeline, these likes and, and comments. But I think what I've seen is there's a whole lot more people in my inbox. They, you know, every time I post a project or post what we do as a company, two or three days later, someone jumps into the inbox. Um, Hi, I just wanted to know more about, you know, um, what you guys do or this project or, you know, stuff like that. So, to me, that's that's actually very important. It, it's sort of like sometimes it's the business lead, direct business lead. You know, I know a lot of people were usually concerned about the likes and the comments, but when someone comes to your inbox, then 
that's that's something bigger in in my opinion that that been started by a simple post that took you two or three minutes to to whip up and post which which i think is something really cool no, i think that speaks to the value the business value behind the kind of activity that we do right um if it can result in potential clients or or, or peers or or people coming to you then uh, then i think it's fantastic and i think very very valuable I'm just seeing that my internet connection is a little true, bit true. a little bit unstable. I'm just going to quickly swap Wi-Fi networks here quickly and see if it makes a difference to me. Um, you know, real life, lockdown life. I think the kids have started watching Netflix, so I think uh, <laughs> they're putting a bit of strain on my on my internet connection. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> this is real real world, guys. This is not uh, this is not. Um, an act here, you know. <laughs> no, but exactly. it, sounds, it sounds fantastic. And and Nagoni from from my side, you know, I often speak to a lot of people about using LinkedIn. I eat, sleep, and breathe LinkedIn and and social media marketing for business. It's to me, it's completely fascinating because it speaks to you know, it's got a psychological component to it as well, you know. And uh, I often hear from people that you know when I when I mention that we prompt people and encourage people the, like the team members to create content at least once a week. And then sometimes I get the, the concern and say, Oh, I don't know if I'll have time for that. You know, but you just said it could take two or three minutes. Right? So yeah. I'm glad that you've helped to reinforce what I believe as well is that it shouldn't take a lot of time. And if you no. do it, it's got exceptional business value. If you've got people coming to you, and uh, I always like to think that if people, clients, potential clients, if they take the time to find you, consume some content of yours, when they do come into your inbox, I hope for your sake and, uh, and, and everyone out there that, that uh, wants to use LinkedIn for business, that those people already kind of have their credit cards out you know, because they have a need exactly. for something that you possibly sell. So, uh, so that's great. That's great. I, I love to hear stories like that where you say, You've got people jumping into your inbox after you post content because it really, really, uh, you know, I can say it until I'm blue in the face, but it's, it's kind of my job to say it, you know, but to hear it from you who isn't in sales, who isn't in marketing, um, I think that's quite powerful. And yeah, uh, yeah I mean, I so testimonials and, and evidence like that is, is super. Um, I've only got like maybe one or two more prepared questions. Um, and, and the second last one that's on my list here is what would you tell people who are possibly on the fence around, should I embrace using LinkedIn on a regular basis? Should I invest the time or, you know, can you maybe sum it up and say, is it worth it to, to go ahead and invest something in, in a social media platform? Definitely. Uh, it's, it's look, it's, LinkedIn is, is a very, obviously, professional platform. Um, the fact that you, you have people coming to LinkedIn looking for um, other professional people, other people in, in the industry that they're in, uh, means that it's, it's a niche and, and, and it's on its own right, right? It's... it's 
it's a platform that has the people has a lot of people that you are looking for as as a business for instance um so it's it's definitely worth it it's um you're not worth wasting your time if you are investing in in posting on linkedin if you're investing in in connecting with uh with people in your industry and other industries on linkedin it's it's it can never be a waste of time I, I don't see how it can be a waste of time but the thing is you've got to be in it to actually realize the, the value that that it uh, potentially has um so if you're on the line if you're on the fence then just just do it you know just give it a chance and just jump in immerse yourself and yeah you definitely won't regret it i I'm not regretting it at all. <laughs> I'm really glad that um, you know our company took up the the program, and yeah, it's it's. I'm sure if we were to put together um, the results of everyone in the company and just put it up as one big result, it's, it's it might be very massive uh, for the for the company. Yeah, I mean, we've seen your your guys' scorecard. And uh, and I keep bragging about your team because you do so well, and uh, and it is incredible. You know the, the the results that you get just simply from an exposure perspective. You know the the exposure that you're giving your brand is is ridiculous. You know, um, and and that means something to some people and nothing to other people. But from our side, looking at you know basically the spreadsheets that we pull up, it's uh, it's fantastic. So yeah, so glad that you've uh, personally found benefit. I'm glad that you have enjoyed the program, and um, yeah, and, and you know, I think that kind of just completely crystallizes it for me. And, and I love what you say that, it, and and I I really appreciate that you've uh, taken personal benefit from the program and from the process, and um, and and thank you for your sort of affirmations and your recommendations and. And agreeing that this thing, that this was a good thing to do, so uh, you know I'm definitely going to try and um, you know share share your story around because I think it helps it helps everyone's cause you know it helps make business better and especially in these COVID times, which are hopefully going to just keep on improving and getting better and less restrictive, and is that people should yeah. take up this opportunity because it's it's cost effective and it, it clearly works and if it can work for a reasonably small company in the solar power industry, you know, why can't it work for, for other people? So, uh, yeah. Well, Ngoni, thank you so much for taking the time to tell me all of these uh, wonderful things that I hoped you would say and, and I didn't put you up to any No. So, uh, yeah, uh, that was a great chat. Uh, thanks for joining me. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this. And uh, Ngoni, you can go and tell your friends to follow hashtag Wolfpack Marketing. Um, I don't know if you sure, um, know, know why we call this thing, this podcast, Wolfpack Marketing, is because uh, just like yourselves at Solar Africa, you're operating as a team on a yeah. platform and, and you're, you're hunting for business success in a group, just like wolves hunt, right? So that's why we call it Wolfpack I like Marketing. That. I, like, I like it a lot. <laughs> so, so what you can do is you can, uh, you know, my, my, uh, you can do me a favor and you can tell your, or your, colleagues, friends, industry peers to follow hashtag Wolfpack Marketing on LinkedIn 
and then uh, they can discover more podcast episodes like this and other pieces of content which are all around these kinds of topics and uh, for all the listeners out there you can do the same follow hashtag wolfpack marketing and uh, you will keep feeding you interesting information on the topic of influencer marketing and employee advocacy which is a often a an unknown or a misunderstood term but basically where you operate as a team towards business success on social media for business Ngoni, thanks again for your time and enjoy the rest thank of your thank you week so much nick and stay warm all right cheers same to you man all right take care same to you cheers